Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of The Fandom Report. I'm your host, Catherine Mora, and today I am so happy and so excited that I am joined by the lovely and amazingly talented Kate, aka Stark Kate, on TikTok. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited that you're on, like, and also, like, we're, this is, like, the first time we're also, like, meeting face-to-face also, so this is, like, doubly exciting. (laughs) It is! I mean, I've loved your stuff forever, so I'm very excited to be on to talk to you. Thank you. I love your stuff too. And I know that how we like first initially connected was over um, like Steve Rogers, like Endgame storyline, but not to worry people. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) That was like our initial connection. Um, But today we're going to be talking about something less controversial (laughs) for those of you watching and listening. Because another thing that Kate and I have in common in terms of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is our love for Tony Stark and all things Iron Man, Um, as you can see by the swag that we are both currently wearing. And also, I like, I love your jacket so much. I love this jacket. This is like one of my favorite things that I own because I wanted it for Julia, for my OC, Julia Stark. Yeah. But I like, I was on live and I was like, I found this jacket. It's on eBay. It's like $60. Like, I can't really afford that right now. And everybody was like, let's just donate to your Ko-Fi really quick. And I was like, no way. And then I just like ordered it that night. I was like, this is the best thing ever. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. That's awesome. Yes. And then that that's another thing too. Um, Kate does a lot of um, she has like a lot of OC characters that she does on her TikTok. And one of the first ones that I saw you doing content of was Julia Stark. Um she's which, the first again, one I ever did. She's my oh, first, she's the first one. Well, roughly first cosplay, but but yes, she was like my first cosplay on TikTok. Yeah, and um, and I'm assuming obviously that stems from your love for the character of Tony Stark. It did. Well, <laughs> so I wrote Julia <laughs> before I ever cosplayed her and it started okay. right after Infinity War and mm-hmm. I fell in love with Peter during Infinity War and I was like okay so love interest for Peter but then I was like you know what else though Tony yes <laughs> so yes. it did it did snowball it turned into more of writing him in as a dad and then loving mm-hmm. him honestly more than it was it. oh I love him so he'll be my dad I like claimed him as my dad before I even really dove into the character, but I, but then I did. And then I just, oh, I love him so much. So can you tell me a little more about like how that relationship with this character, with Tony Stark developed, you know, coming from like, just kind of adding him on and like knowing who he is, but like then diving deeper into like being like, oh my God, I would like, I love this character so much. Yeah. My first ever like intro to Marvel was the first Avengers movie in like mm-hmm. 2012 I like saw it in theaters I was like 11 um and then it was a very low-key kind of enjoyment for a while until Infinity War and then I went back and I watched everything so mm-hmm. I knew who he was and I thought he was like he's very funny he's very cool but he's also you know he is who he is he's very cocky very egotistical at times but uh, th- then going back and watching the other movies is you can like get such a better understanding of why that is and why he is that way. And then also, I know we're supposed to be talking about the first one we talked, but it's okay. It's fine. It's okay. Um, but the third one, I, I love, I know people don't like two or three, but I love the third one because it's so human. It humanizes him so much. And I just love him. I don't know. Like going back and actually learning what kind of person he is and why he is the way he is. It's just, I love being able to understand him better because I think he's, so complex and I do think a lot 
this is just this is just me hoping and knowing that he has like such a big heart and I mean you know we got proof that he has a heart he had he mm -hmm. has like a huge gigantic heart mm -hmm. underneath all that like playboy cockiness and it's just I love it so much well it's so, so for me I like agree with everything that you say and I feel like that cocky playboy exterior is definitely like a result of just the way he grew up like growing up in the spotlight and exactly. you know having all these expectations and with the media and everything like if you're in that position your whole life like you have to you're not going to show your true self like to the world especially if it's like to a press that like is ready to tear you apart at a moment's notice like the first interaction we see with him with the media was with christine everhart and she's like just coming going at him like call it like saying you know merchant of death and like how do you sleep at night like right off the bat marvel's showing us that like this is a character who like is going to be attacked at all sides like all the time so of course that's not he's not gonna like wear his heart on his sleeve like that's it, it's just not emotionally like an emotionally stable thing to do you're absolutely right and you know what i don't even think about that that much but you are you are totally right someone once asked me <laughs> if christine everhart was julia's mom and i was like no but that wasn't a good idea <laughs> she was a reporter and she was blonde but it wasn't her no. <laughs> but she she died every all of them most of my ocs have dead moms so i'm not even gonna lie to you i mean to be fair i feel like a lot of main character hero types have dead moms so <laughs> they yeah, literally Julia and Peter are like hey dead parents and Tony's like woohoo he's like that's so funny again didn't think about that that's hilarious she'd be like yeah my mom's dead Tony's like yeah me too <laughs> high five <laughs> oh my god anyway <laughs> no but yes I feel like and it's also funny because I feel like his relationship with his mom and with his dad, like kind of going off of what we were just saying, like, obviously he had like a very complex, not so great relationship with his father. Like, I know there's like a lot of back and forth, like whether it's canon or fandom, like whether Howard Stark was abusive towards him or not. Definitely. It was like a strained relationship, it but I don't definitely, I would say, <laughs> Again, it wouldn't be canon, but I would I wouldn't go so far. I would say probably, if anything, definitely an emotionally abusive relationship yeah. to me to turn out the way Tony did. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and and like when you think about, um, I think it's in the second Iron Man movie where he says like, you know, my dad never really told me that he loved me. Yeah, that's you know that's gonna have an impact on somebody who's like constantly he's like always compared to Howard. Like, and the thing is, too, I don't I can't remember if. In the first Avengers movie, like Steve makes a comparison between him and Howard, or I don't think he does. I, think, I feel like okay. that's something I would have after after loving Tony as hard as I did, I would have probably picked up on that when watching it. I would don't yeah. think he does. does. No, I don't No, I feel I like I think he does. I don't think so. I feel like it's something that would have made sense yeah. for Steve to do, but I don't think he actually ever does it on camera. I can I feel like I feel like I I'm making a memory of that happening, but I don't think it actually happened. Like, no, no, because I know I'm making something up in my head. Because I know Tony definitely um, he makes a comment about like how Howard would always talk about Steve. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. OK. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think there was a comment like the other way around. Yeah, I don't think Steve I don't did. think so. But yeah, that's definitely and that's like. 
and that's something else that like makes me question like how different like the entire Avengers storyline could have worked out like if because let's say you know let's say um we know for sure that like Steve never made a comment about like Tony and Howard or any comparisons but when you think about the character and like you know Howard was kind of a friend to him like he has to in the back of his mind be like making some kind of notes in his head about the differences between the two um and I wonder like how that impacts the relationship in general I mean we're uh, I don't I wouldn't like even venture to say that him and his dad were that different like Mm -hmm. at the age that Howard was when he met Steve also uh Dominic (laughs) Cooper as Howard (laughs) I once had a dream that I married Dominic Cooper fun fact (laughs) (laughs) I did I remember that but like it was a surprise wedding it doesn't matter but I just love Dominic Cooper as Howard I think he was like just such clever choicing for Tony's clever sorry <laughs> clever, clever acting cast casting <laughs> a clever casting choice yes I agree <laughs> it took me a while to get there but that's but we I got there <laughs> yeah I yes. think he was really good but I think he's got similar energy to mm-hmm. Tony in in the same position of like because they're in the same boat they're like in the eyes of the media creating these like futuristic technology things they're mm-hmm. they're very similar people i think so i feel like steve would notice that he'd be like yeah you're your father's son yeah yeah no that's actually a really good point i didn't really think about how because it's true like um i almost said dominic howard <laughs> howard <laughs> <laughs> does show a lot of similarities to Tony um, in the first Captain America film. And unless you've watched Agent Carter, like that's not something that you would focus too much on because uh, then after that, like the other times you really see Howard is, um, I forget the actor's name, but the older version of I Howard. Even, I don't know the actor. I don't remember his name. But I the, meant to watch Agent Carter and I didn't. It's, you know, I mean, like, and what you said was totally right. Like, he does act a lot like, you know, the playboy Tony Stark in, in that show. Um, but that's not the Howard that's, like, presented to us often. And I feel like that's yeah. part of what, like, helps emphasize, like, that divide between Tony and Howard. Like, the whole, like, disappointing fog- father figure and everything. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the times we see Howard in like flashbacks or memories, what have you, he's just very, very closed off. He's just like yeah. a very stoic person. Like he doesn't really have much of a personality. When we yeah. see him. And the only other time we see his personality is when he's like, however old he would have been in the 40s. I have no idea. Where he's, like, he's like, fondue. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. That, exactly. Yeah. They're the, like that is the Howard that I like not that Tony would really know obviously he wasn't born yet but you can just see that they're very similar people like that I I don't imagine that Howard I imagine he probably stopped sleeping with women when he was married but like (laughs) most of his personality would probably still stick around and become a smaller version of himself in Tony yes which again like we were saying before is more of like his facade in general towards the public like because and you were saying this earlier how Tony is you know he does have such a huge heart and I always see this thing on um, social media where it's like 
how he, originally he wanted to put a suit of armor around the world, but when that didn't work, he put suits of armor around his world. And it's always like a picture of Pepper and Rhodey and um, Peter and like a picture of Morgan with like the, the rescue helmet on. How dare you say that to me? <laughs> Listen, if I had to see that on the internet, so should everybody else. Ouch. It, it, yeah, it, it hurts. Did. Because then it, I mean, you know, rip happy because he doesn't get anything. He doesn't get one. He, he doesn't get one. Also, like, Rhodey didn't get a new one for a very, ever long time. He had the, the Iron Patriot one. Yeah. I'm not really sure if that was, like, new or not. But, like, in Endgame, I'm pretty, he's fighting in, like, one of the <laughs> earliest versions of an Iron Man suit. I'm like, why didn't you upgrade this? Pepper's is like brand new. <laughs> I'm like going under the assumption. So there's like two like possibilities here that like I, I assume one of them is correct. One is that because Rhodey's still technically part of the like the military, like Tony doesn't want to upgrade it too much just because like then, you know, the whole thing with like the government and the military wanting to like get their hands yeah. on the Iron Man tech. But on and the he, other hand, he was on the in the favor of the Accords. And so that I have like, no opinions on Civil War. I really don't. <laughs> we, we, we won't touch it. We won't touch it. it. We won't. We won't. I'm promising that right now. Um, but my my other theory is that because Rhodey's like very much less of a flashy person than Tony is like. Tony has upgraded Rhodey's suit, but like has kept the same look for it. Okay. That's All kind right. of I like where I'm theory. at. I yeah. hope so. Otherwise, it's a little selfish. Like, <laughs> just a little. please give your friend a better suit. <laughs> I, would, I would imagine that if he made two suits, at least two suits for Peter, and had like all of those schematics and everything. Um, the 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 first one oh, in Homecoming and then the Iron Spider. The only one I could see was the Iron Spider because it's iron. I just like forgot right. that he. I also have I have so many thoughts about Peter's first suit, but oh, no, go ahead, just, go ahead. We're on the topic of of the suits. Go ahead. Because everyone, everyone, like a lot of people's argument when they're talking about MCU Peter, like oh he didn't build anything for himself, and I'm like that's not true. Because first, first he made you know his little like sweatsuit with all that, mm -hmm. but he knew how to like do the the input for his his goggles and the web shooters, like did all that himself which means that Tony wouldn't have been able to make Peter a suit without Peter's help. Tony isn't just going to be like, oh, these are all things that you can do. I'll figure that out. No, 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 yes. no, no. They're all Peter's ideas. Tony just like put them together. That, yes. yes. No, that, that is it means so, so much. Like it wasn't, Peter didn't do nothing. Same thing with, with his far from home suit is that he like looked at all this technology, probably incredibly complex technology and was like, bang, bang, boom. And I got a new suit. Yeah. Like he makes his own stuff. Yeah, no, he does. And the thing is, like, I feel like a lot of people overlook the fact that, like, when you look at, like, how he's making the web fluid in, in the classroom, how he, like, automatically understands the the computer in the in the plane and in, in Far From Home, like, yeah. Peter is, like, certifiably a genius. Like, it's he's a smart kid. <laughs> like, he, so it... And, like, that's, like, just something that's consistent with Peter Parker, like, in, you know, with uh, Tobey Maguire's version, Andrew Garfield's version. Like, yeah. Peter Parker is a smart kid. And, like, you were saying, like, he does, he did design his original suit if it was a storyline where, like, Tony Stark didn't step in to interfere. Like, we always see, like, with Toby and with Andrew, they start out with, like, a 
hoodie tracksuit kind of outfit and then yeah, eventually and evolve. But, you know, so Peter was making that first step, MCU Peter was making that first step towards doing his own suit, which we see that he does um, at the end of, and I'll put a spoiler alert, like, <laughs> earlier on, but at the end of No Way Home, like, he makes his own suit, he makes his own suit in Far From Home with the technology that, you know, uh, on the Stark Industries plane, he knows what he's doing, he designed the initial concepts, and it's so true, like, what you were saying, how Tony just didn't, he didn't automatically know how, what Peter could do and like how his suit was designed. Like he had to have, and we can see from far from home, it's possible for his technology to create a suit at a very quick pace. So in a flight, if Tony's like flying from Queens back to Berlin or wherever, and I forget where in Europe they were. It was Berlin. It in, To Berlin, like in that flight, he could have had the suit made he could be making the suit and have it ready for Peter when he gets to the hotel in Germany. Like, yeah. And everyone, everyone's always saying that like Peter should hate Tony because of like their different, <laughs> but it's, but it's because of the universe that this Peter existed. Mm-hmm. The other Peters didn't have anything else to like base things off of. I understand like the whole rich guy thing, but yeah, but there's superheroes in this universe that aren't just yes. Spider-Man's like in the other ones, the only, we are veering so far off topic. The only, <laughs> superhero in his universe and this one there's so many so of course he would look up to some of them and mm-hmm. it just they also had to fit peter in somehow so <laughs> bringing tone like having that be the way he does it just makes sense for this universe yes no it's true Back it's true because <laughs> <laughs> i feel like especially because tony stark has such an impact on like all of the heroes at large like not even just the fact that he is essentially like the the godfather of the the mcu and like a, he is, he's you know the first one he's the first one so like of course you know Favreau. his i know Thank you, John god bless for fighting for rdj to to you know have rdj play tony stark like there's Literally. no other there's no other casting that would have worked at that although you're right happy should get a suit <laughs> poor happy he's <laughs> doing so much better i love happy to kind of like (laughs) no i'm not gonna keep talking about spider-man i just don't like what they do with happy's character in no way home but i i I will i will say this and then we can move on like i love the fact that he like had custody of of dummy in no way oh my god oh my god so excited when i saw dummy like my roommate and the girl next to me i was like dummy and they were like (laughs) sorry i'm just very excited to see dummy because dummy was like tony's first child essentially like he's so good he does his best i love him he tries so hard like the scene so i guess so i guess this actually helps get us back on topic the scene in the first iron man film where tony um after obadiah takes the arc reactor out of his chest and he's like struggling to get to get his his arc reactor in the case and he can't and then dummy's there and he's just like i got it and the in the second one is the second is it the second one where he's like dying and he yes. has to like drink the drink the something to make him mm-hmm. not die? I don't know. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the second one enough. I also haven't seen a third one enough times. I think I've only seen it like once or twice. I need to watch it again. I love the third one. Um and Dummy's trying to make it and he's just like making a whole mess in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> he's doing so good. He tries and with the um the whole thing with like him and the fire extinguisher. I love I love that scene so much. It's so, it's so good. Yes, dummy is dummy so precious, and you know, like dummy 
Um, I think the other one is called like Butterfingers. And then I don't know any of their names except Dummy. <laughs> Dummy and Jarvis, who's and well, you know, yeah. Jarvis, Jarvis, <laughs> Jarvis. Which you know, R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Jarvis. R.I.P. Jarvis. That was such a sad moment. I love it, it was. But Friday, it was. Friday's great, but like Jarvis. And then Vision is also, he's not Jarvis. He's all these other things too. Like mm-hmm. so rip rip Jarvis. I yeah, like because yeah, because that's the thing, like. It, he's partially Jarvis, but he's also partially Ultron, and like it, it, it's he's just this whole That's cocktail of things. We're saying in um, Infinity War when they were trying to get the stone mm-hmm. out of his head, they were like, "Yeah, if you take the stone out, you still have all the best parts. You got you got Ultron, you got Jarvis, you got mm-hmm. Tony and Bruce, and mm-hmm. all these people." And even though he's not real, I don't. There's <laughs> so much to be said about Vision. Yeah, yeah, Vision, and like. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god, this this is we're really getting off far, far off the track. Jarvis is on topic. He's on topic. He he is on topic. Like for me, especially in in the second Iron Man film, when when it comes to Jarvis, I feel like up until the moment Jarvis essentially dies, he was like the closest, most trusted quote-unquote person that Tony really had in his life like at the end of the day Jarvis was like the one who was like always there because like especially in Iron Man 2 when we see really go away yeah yes where's he gonna go (laughs) that's true that's true but I feel like that's also part of like why it makes it so sad when Tony loses him because like Jarvis was such a constant because like and that was like something Tony could like feel reassured in that like Jarvis wasn't really gonna go anywhere yeah yeah. That is really sad. I'm I'm all yeah. Cause he he was more present than like Tony's real life friends, but you can real life human human friends. <laughs> human. <laughs> I mean you can say that for any technology, but still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm just thinking about like in Iron Man 2 when he's when Tony's intentionally like pushing Rhodey and Pepper away. And you know, it it you know, it's it's like miscommunication even though it's intentional and it's like so frustrating but is that the one where happy is in the hospital that is the third one no yes yes that's the third one oh okay (laughs) yes i swear i know my iron man lore mostly mostly it's okay mostly it's a lot of it's a lot of my own lore at this point i just created a bunch for myself I mean, to be fair, that's kind of where I exist now because I refuse to live in a world where Tony Stark is not alive and breathing. So no, literally, literally, I'm so tired of the MCU throwing things at me that I can't that I can't accept. Like, mm-hmm. especially in the stories that I've written and created for myself. Like with Tony dying, like that's too bad. He retired actually. He yes. retired, and he's with his 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 wife and his two kids and his, mm-hmm. and Peter is kid-in-law um yep. like they're all they're all happy he's they're great there. actually yep. and 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 another spider-man no way home spoiler peter he's good everyone good. knows who peter is they just forgot that he's spider-man you know easy it's so fine little forgetfulness it's totally yeah. totally it's fine and totally nothing fine. is wrong and everything's mm-hmm. great and tony's alive yes but, and oh and so is steve. steve steve is alive and well and not dead or on the moon and he didn't go back and do what he did but you know we mm-hmm. we both of us have too many things to say about that to fit in this video yes so. that would 
<laughs> that would take us a whole other like I series to, to talk on about. That and I never did. <laughs> was gonna actually write an essay on it. I have so many talking, like so many points and reasons. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Move it's on. fine. We'll do. We'll do another episode about it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely should. Yes. It's gonna be a very controversial um, video, but we should totally do it. We'll do it. It. We'll, we'll totally do it. <laughs> I'm so down for that. <laughs> Because I mean, like why Endgame is the worst? I mean, what? I didn't say what? 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 <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, yeah. It's in terms of like ending a character story. Endgame and for for Tony Stark is very frustrating. I can see the arguments for like why it works for him. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I want to accept it. <laughs> Like, I know why they did it. Does that mean I like it? No, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't want it. So I'm not going to accept it. (laughs) It's like the line um, in the Avengers. It's like, I recognize that the council has made a decision. (laughs) But given that it's a stupid ass decision, I've elected to ignore it. That's that's exactly how we feel about it. (laughs) It's just, he's, I mean, so, so you tell me like, why? Because I, I have I have my own answers. I know other Tony fans have their own answers, but I want to know, like, from you, like, what makes Tony, like, so relatable or, like, important to you? Okay. All right. Um, I think what makes him relatable as a character is, like, the amount of mistakes that he makes. Mm-hmm. Like, he is so flawed and, like, very well-written flawed. Like, no, nobody's supposed to be perfect. That's like, mm-hmm. yeah, nobody's perfect. That's not how life works. Um, and he just, I just, uh, I, I don't know if I can articulate it. I just love Tony so much. I mean, I've also latched onto him as like a father figure in my life. Um, and then, what, oh my God, when I was in the theater watching Endgame and they were like five years later and I saw Morgan, I was like, no way. <laughs> I was like, no, he has a real daughter now. <laughs> Like that's what happened. No way. <laughs> and then I, I like walked out and debated. I was like, do I write her in? Should I keep her? And then I did. She's great. She's yeah, it's wonderful. Um, I just I mean, but he was always like a father, like with, with Peter, like mm-hmm. just adopted this child and was like, I take care of you now. But he just I love how deeply he cares about everyone. He has like he we talked about this at the beginning. He has this like tough exterior. He's like he pretends not to care about anything, but he has such a big heart and he hides it very well but I just love how deeply he cares for people his relationship with Pepper is like one of my favorite movie relationships ever I Mm. I say this a lot is that I write fanfic a lot of times to like replace bad relationships (laughs) but I like there are some things I don't need to write fanfic for like Mm -hmm. that like I would never write fanfic for um the amazing spider-man Peter because him and Gwen's relationship it's too perfect I'm not gonna touch it I would never write fanfic for Tony that takes place during Pepper time because she's wonderful. She's amazing mm-hmm. and she's perfect for him. And I love mm-hmm. their relationship so much. It's one of those things that's just like, it's so well done. It's a masterpiece. And I just, I just adore him. I do. And he's just so cool. He's just, <laughs> he's so cool. I, that's like who I want to be without being like a douche. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I want to be that cool. Oh, like mood, honestly. Yeah. Like I, if I could have like, just a fraction of like the the confidence, whether it's like projected or not, like that Tony Stark has. <laughs> Oof, my life would be very different right now. <laughs> He's awesome. But what you were saying about like how 
he is flawed and they portrayed him to like be flawed and make mistakes like definitely more so than any other characters I feel like they focus a lot on like the mistakes Tony makes and and that's like part and I that for me too like that's part of the reason like why I love him so much because he makes mistakes and he learns and grows from them but he makes mistakes again and he learns and grows from them like that's how that's how human beings work like and if like Tony Stark Iron Man can be you know can make mistakes over and over again it like makes me feel like better about myself like not not like in like uh you made mistakes kind of a way but like better like I feel more like validated in like things I've done in like mistakes I've made myself yeah exactly he's that's yeah you put it perfectly well you set me up perfectly so (laughs) (laughs) it's I mean like because that's the thing Tony he's I feel like a lot of Marvel fans like either overlook or forget about like because that's another thing too about him that he he has a lot of trauma that's like one of the main points (laughs) of Iron Man 3 like his like the PTSD like that's like he he suffers from from trauma he has you know I'm trying to think of like how, how I can wear this he besides being you know like flawed and making mistakes he just feels the most real he feels like the most real and I almost wonder if that's like kind of the reason why maybe some people don't like don't have him as like their favorite or even like a likable Avenger to them because it's like too real as opposed to like Captain America like Steve he has his he has his own problems as well he makes his own mistakes but he is painted in like this very like golden child kind of way that it's easy it's easier to kind of like lean towards him and kind of see Tony as a bad guy because his Mm -hmm. mistakes are more like focused on than anybody else's yeah no I think you're absolutely right and then there are some Avengers that we also don't get or we didn't get enough of until Mm -hmm. fairly recently like yes Clint and Nat and Mm -hmm. Thor is the other one I was forgetting I like I had Bruce in my head I was like who is the sixth one (laughs) I mean we get plenty of Thor but he Mm -hmm. he is just generally I think pretty likable character yeah um but I think that we just we get we get so much content for Tony and Steve and Thor specifically mm-hmm. that like you're right of of those three Tony is the the one who fucks up the most oh sorry am I allowed to swear on this <laughs> you can you can <laughs> you can <laughs> he does so I think that he is the he and also the other two one of them is like genetically enhanced and the other one's mm-hmm. a god so like Tony's yeah. the only one of them who's a literal human mm-hmm. I mean Steve's a human but <laughs> <laughs> like baseline human Steve isn't a human <laughs> my bad he's an enhanced Um, human it's okay he's an enhanced human and I think you're right that Tony is the most real of those three so it's easier to like paint him off as a not a bad person but I mean but a flawed character but that's what Mm -hmm. he is and it's a good thing that he is that way yeah yeah and then again kind of circling back to what we were saying before about how you know with like 
the flashy cars and the suits and the sunglasses and like, you know, the, the very confident cocky persona, which like, to be fair, I feel like some of that confidence is well-earned because like, Oh yeah. He, he, he he did take like his father's like multi-million dollar company into a billion dollar company. Like he is a genius. He created the Iron Man suit in the cave with a box of scraps. scraps. That's oh, that, I still find that just like that feature. He's he's so brilliant, and I do think that also gets overlooked a lot. Like his, I know he says that he's a genius, but he he is. Mm-hmm. And you, I, if you don't go back and watch his movies enough, you're kind of just like, oh yeah, he's a genius. But he 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 built the suit in a cave with a box of scraps. It's amazing. He's oh. and like in Iron Man three, which it's it's I do think Iron Man three gets like a lot of hate. That's like completely undeserved, but it's because. Iron Man 3 like explores the character in like a much deeper way like a lot of people saying like oh without his gadgets he's nothing like people forget the cave scene in Afghanistan they forget the whole sequence in Iron Man 3 where he goes to a hardware store and like builds his own gadgets out of like everyday items it's like no even if you take away everything like all of his resources everything that he has like he still it, it he it's the guy inside the suit it's not about the suit Yes. That's, what, that's what Steve says to him. He goes, uh, big man in a suit of armor, right. take that away. And what are you? Genius. Genius <laughs> like, he's right. Yeah. Like, I yeah. get like, yeah, he's cocky, but he's right. And then that's, that's what people say about Carol. They're like, you know, you know, it, when she shows up in Endgame and Rhodey's mm-hmm. like, why are you talking your big talk or whatever? I don't know. I have no idea what he says. I haven't watched that movie more than twice. Um, maybe three times. Um, and she's like, because I don't know. Oh. Whatever she, whatever Brody says, she goes, because before you didn't have me. And they're like, oh, she's so yeah. cocky. She's right. That's yeah. the thing is she's correct. She's like, yeah. uh, oh, she's so powerful. But she's not who we're here to talk about. We're talking about Tony. But again, he, he says all <laughs> but, these things, but he's correct. He's justified in saying them because he's right. I mean, you're, it's true. It's true. Tony, he, he has every reason to say that. Carol also has every reason to say that. Can I add that a friendship between those two would have been so powerful, <laughs> too much power. And I think that is the reason why Marvel didn't give it to us. Did we ever see them interact? Like just, like, just, just like tiny, when she finds him and, and, yeah. in space. Yeah. She finds him in space and she brings him back. Mm-hmm. I think, That's... I think he says something to her when he's having his own meltdown at the beginning of Endgame. Also a justified meltdown. He's yes. kind of going through it. He's going through it. He's also like severely dehydrated and malnourished and, after like, like kind of dying. Oh, oh, kind of <laughs> dying just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, so anybody that you put in that position who's like not a genius, who like doesn't have like the brain function that he has, would probably be in a much worse state. Um yeah. but yes, he says something to her like, you, you're great, fresh blood. Like we need, we need you, something like that. And then that's it. Yeah. It's like, Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No, but it's I feel like the the that power that that friendship would have had because I also feel like their personalities would mesh extremely well too it's kind of I feel like I don't think that Tony is similar to Nick Fury really at all but I think that the kind of friendship that they would have had would have been similar to the one that she has with Nick I feel like similar vibes yeah I agree I agree I just (sighs) I feel like there were so many potential like friendships, team ups that Tony could have had in the MCU that we were robbed of. Like they gave us just a little bit of him and Natasha, for example. 
like yeah but mm. go ahead, go yeah, ahead. But how well done was that it, what was yeah. it was iron man 2 like oh i don't i don't like what they did with her at all in iron man 2 it was a, a very interesting way to set up her character mm-hmm. yeah i'd like the whole because that's what i'm saying like they they interact and like they have the longest like on-screen history of like any of the avengers that we get to mm-hmm. see like but they kind of set them up to be like almost adversaries from the beginning yeah which is like very frustrating for me because I feel like they could have gotten along so well and been such good friends because they had they had some good moments in civil war I feel like yes but I don't like the way that they set her up because I mean he was still in his playboy phase for the most part there so they bring in a pretty woman and it's like and, and he was also dying so there's that they just it was a weird way to do it it was very much like here's a sexy lady and that was mm-hmm. like all they were doing with her for the whole yeah. movie yeah they the shield shield i feel like was definitely trying to honeypot him and i'm like you know he's dying so why are you doing this yeah they yeah. would they could have had a lot i think stronger friendship the two of them I feel like they have they have good personalities that would work well together yeah yeah so in terms of like relationships and and duos trios that we did get to see with Tony and the MCU like which ones are your favorites well all the ones that existed in his movies him and all Mm -hmm. his like close friends him and Pepper Mm -hmm. love I do love him and Peter like a lot I do have to a little bit in writing take out the whole like father figure type deal because yeah. <laughs> Peter's dating his daughter it's gonna be a little weird but like mentor he's still yeah. a really good mentor and that's that's important mm-hmm. um other ones I'm sure um oh my god you know what I I love the way that him and Peter Quill interact (laughs) it's not it's not like a friendship but it's very it's very entertaining Tony and the Guardians I just love the way that they bounce off each other it's (laughs) hilarious that's like if I'm watching Infinity War which I do a lot I love Infinity Mm -hmm. War I love Infinity War deeply and I don't like Endgame I same same I can appreciate Endgame yes I I I so I loved Endgame in the moment. Yes. Oh my watching God. No, that's it, yes. literally how I, I like, I loved watching yeah. it in the theaters. It was a great mm-hmm. experience. And then I left and then I was like, hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's like, <laughs> I don't think that was really that good. No, no. Like when you start to think about it and like, like you're, you're not like taken by like all like the, the throwbacks and the nostalgia and like the, the portal scene and everything. Like when you actually like stop and like think about what you just watched, it's kind of like, wait a second, actually. <laughs> Like, I cried when I first saw Steve's, like, ending, him dancing with mm-hmm. Peggy. I was like, oh, he's so sweet. And then I thought about it. And the more I thought about it, the more yeah. I hated it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, there's there's so much to be said about Endgame. Is I don't... I, real, to, to just summarize real quick, I don't think it stands on its own as a movie. It doesn't... It's not a movie. It is a fan event. And it really mm-hmm. only holds up like that. That's all. That's all I'll say about it. I agree with that. I see, I, I see it and I agree with it. But Infinity War, masterpiece. Oh, I love Masterpiece, beautiful. So it's such a good film. It's so good. Oh, and him and Doctor Strange. Very fun. Very oh, yes. fun energies. Yes. A little, a little gay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Tony, Tony is a raging bisexual. You know, the, the man goes like this constantly. That is, that is, that is a wonderfully bisexual man. 
but I it's I do like the way that they like especially the scene where they first meet and you know he's he's stretching. oh I know what you're talking about <laughs> and he goes, did you seriously just say hitherto and dreamt of are you seriously leaning on the collar and the cosmos is that what that is and he slapped and then he slapped the, him off the, the, which the he doesn't know that the cape is <laughs> He thought Stephen Strange smacked him, and he was like, it's "I'm so going to allow cute. that." And then, <laughs> and then he allowed it. It's a little, it's a little fruity, if you ask me. It is. I mean, you're right. Wait, there he is. We got Tony on my water. <laughs> yes. Specifically, New York Tony Stark. <laughs> That's his sticker. Yes, yes. Love him. Great love guy. It. it says at New York Tony Stark loves me three thousand. I choose to believe that. He's he's wonderful. <laughs> Yes, I um yeah, he's great. He's one of the first like cosplayers that I saw when I when I first joined TikTok. He's he's so fun. <laughs> we I mean he he got me my first like viral, viral video. So thanks to that. It was it was a rough time while it existed because of the comment section, because of people who don't understand cosplaying, but yeah. But it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> that was like it was like almost two years ago now. I think it was about two years ago. I think in like August. It was a while ago. Oh my god! Was it in twenty nineteen? Yeah, it's almost three. It years. was August twenty. It was in September. No, yeah, the September. Okay, so a little over two years. A, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like yesterday. Yeah. No, the early days of Marvel talk was really something else. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Um to kind of go back on topic. So um <laughs> relationships that you loved. What are some relationships that you wish would have been developed more that we or that um didn't like there was no real interaction at all that we saw on screen, but like you thought would have been like really, really good. Oh, you know what we missed? I like him and Bruce. I like him and Bruce. Oh, as, yes. Like, science science bro. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Love that. Um, ooh. Okay. I don't know. Um, you know what? I would have liked to see him and Sam interact more. Yes. I don't think they interacted enough. I feel like they're both <laughs> so sarcastic that it, it probably would not go well, but I would have liked to see it anyway. Mm-hmm. I feel like Civil War was definitely a missed opportunity for those two to have some form of interaction. Absolutely, it was. Who else? Who else was in that movie? I don't rewatch that one a lot either. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I'm not. I rewatch it just for the scene where he recruits Peter. Mm -hmm. I love that scene a lot. But who else? I don't. I don't know. I can't think of anybody. Who else? Is, other Marvel people? Any? I can't. Looking at my water bottle stickers. <laughs> it's only Yelena, Tony. Oh wait, I got Chang Chi on here. Oh, but they they still have Robert. No. <laughs> Tony is dead. Yeah, yeah. See, this is part of the thing we just totally ignore the I fact that he's gone. Forgot. He's he's not gone. He's just. <laughs> One thing that I'm really upset about is that we have never got and will never get a Tony and Shuri scene. You're absolutely right. I feel she, like- I wanted to, there was like that, that one of the tweets that she read in an interview was like, 
about Sherry clowning Tony's tech. Yes. I would I would have loved that. I yeah. absolutely would have like, loved that. I would have loved to watch her with her whole vine and meme loving self just run circles around Tony's gene, like her, her genius exceeding his. And like, but also I feel like he would be like super impressed. Oh, he like, would. I mean, she's young would. genius. Yes. Like she's, she's newer. Like he's got, he's, he's like a, what is he? He's like a, no, Gen X, I think. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. His dad, no, his dad isn't a boomer. His dad is yeah. the greatest generation. Like Steve. Steve is not yeah. a boomer for reference. Everyone's always like, <laughs> Steve's a boomer. He's not a boomer. He's boomer part of the state of generation. mind though. <laughs> I don't think Steve has a boomer state of mind. Um, Steve, well, no, Tony, I'm sure I was going to, I totally hey. forgot what I was going to, oh, the, yeah, because yeah. she, she did a little bit clown the tech when she was talking to Bruce about like mm-hmm. the Mind Stone and she yes. was like, why didn't you do this? He's like, we didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, we didn't. <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't I, I, I would have liked I definitely would have liked more of that that would have been very funny mm-hmm. especially like if it's a point after he already made his nanotech and you know and she's like oh that's so cute like I figured that out like <laughs> I love the nanotech but like I gotta say one of my favorite suit suiting up scenes is the mm-hmm. suitcase and on the racetrack oh yes I yes. understand. I know he's my dad. This is going to come off so weird, but he's, he's a very attractive man. He's a hot man. He's not actually my dad. So it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> two different, there's two different like visions and there's dad, Tony. And then there's like, I can't say that. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, you commented on my, one of my posts. I did. I did it. I had to because I wasn't brave enough to say it. <laughs> I told daddy, sorry, daddy, daddy? sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's he yeah. is. He's a very, he very sexy man. And when he was like, oh, and Iron Man two is a great look for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, Iron Man one is a be- when his hair is a little bit longer. Oh, oh and the oh. little he's got a little shaggy hair going on. Yes, yes. But with the when he like holds it out in front of him and it like mm-hmm. like oh, it's a it's yeah. a great one. It's, it's so that good. movie is not wonderful, but I love it just because it's Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I know, yeah. I know everyone. Everyone shits on Iron Man two and three, but I still like them a lot. I like Iron Man three because it. We talked about this at the very beginning. It's it's mm-hmm. it it does so much for his character. Yeah, no, I I really love Iron Man three. I will admit I wasn't crazy about it before, but like going back and watching it and like I think the whole like hindsight being twenty twenty thing, like being able to go back and like see how it explains so much of his like character choices later on and like really explores his character in a way that like no other Marvel movie does for their characters like it was besides you know when Moon Knight comes out this was like the first and only time Marvel really went into like mental health for one of their heroes the scene where he specifically like has his first panic attack and he's Mm -hmm. like he doesn't know what's happening and and he's asking Jarvis is it no. it's Jarvis it, yeah it's Jarvis it is it's still Jarvis yeah. we still we still yeah. have Jarvis yeah. and he's asking him to like check his vitals and his head because he doesn't think that this is like a mental thing mm-hmm. he thinks that it, there's something physically wrong with him it's, yeah it's so important and so telling for this character because he's never been in that kind of surprisingly never been in that kind of situation <laughs> before like you'd think he probably would have been with all the trauma that he had but I yeah. guess like this is his breaking point Right. And it, I love that scene. It's it, this is that's a great, great scene. It is. And like 
I remember there's one point he even asked Jarvis if he was poisoned because yeah. he, he, he thinks like, I, if it like implies like he feels like he's dying essentially. Yeah. And like, he thinks it's something external, but then when Jarvis says like, it's all, it's signs that you experience a panic attack. Like there's like, it's like, kind of like, if you're not listening, you miss it. He goes like me, like, it's like a soft little, like, like me, like I had a panic attack. Like it like, doesn't compute like- for him. He's like, I could never. He's like, I nope, not me, <laughs> wrong bitch. But like, he did not He's... say that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that audio for so long. I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna bring Do back it. my spam account just just for this. <laughs> Do it. Do it. I gotta go find it. I will. But yeah, yeah he's. It's. I. I do love the suitcase um, suit up scene. I love like the first official suit up scene where right before he goes to, I think it's called Gomira in the first Iron Man film, like where we see like the whole, like the actual like red and gold suit for the first time. Like he he has like all the machines um, putting the suit on him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I need to. Yeah. <laughs> I signed on to talk about this movie, and I was like, I'm gonna rewatch it just to refresh myself. But then I, I, I worked from seven to three yesterday, and I was like up too early, and I had to go to bed too early because I worked seven to three again today. And I was like, mm, I didn't have time. <laughs> I'll go off of my memory. I watched it. I want to say fairly recently. It was like a couple months ago. It's okay. It's all good. <laughs> I remember it. I swear. I want to. Which. Is it two where he makes a new element? Because I want to watch. I love that yes. scene. That scene is yes. so pretty, and he it is. smiles, and his I smile. love when he smiles. His smile right there is we don't see like smile we don't. We really it's don't. Like, do you watch Criminal Minds? Uh, not as like consistently. And you, but, but like, you've seen okay, and you've seen Daredevil. I, yes. Similar to Matt and and mm. Hotz from Criminal Minds, who doesn't uh, smile yes. a lot. Like mm. when they smile. My my skin clears and my crops thrive and I'm hydrated. It's like mm-hmm. that's all I need. They're angels. Same They're... thing with Tony because I feel like we do not see Tony smile like genuinely smile all yeah. that much because he has like his his like, like shall we press smile his, like press but, like, smile. Mm-hmm. But I need to see his joy on his face, his I genuine joy, and that's him. telling that like he never really gets to do that because he has to be like guarded all the time. Like, even with the Avengers who were, like, supposed to be this family, like, he still is guarded, like, so often with them. Yeah, I feel like he's still always putting up, like, a front a lot Mm -hmm. of the time. Mm -hmm. And I wonder how much of that is, like, because he doesn't feel that he can be real with them, or it's because, like, he feels he has to, like, that's what's expected of him. So I feel like it it does, it's probably the latter, that he feels Mm -hmm. like that's expected of him. Plus, because he's like I know he's not the first Avenger but he's the first one that like we see that gets the ball rolling for this whole thing Mm -hmm. so he's like okay Nick Fury's like the father of the Avengers I was gonna say that about Tony but like he Mm -hmm. he's supposed to be the one who's like got it all together he right I don't know okay wait there's a movie that this is it Ultron where he's what's her name Kobe Smulders what um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where she's calls him boss and yes. he's like no he's the boss mm-hmm. I just pay for everything and Design make everything. everything make everyone look cooler yeah it's it's like that I feel like he is the boss mm-hmm. even though like 
Steve is the boss. Yeah. I love Steve, but he's he's not in charge. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I feel like that's the kind of he has to put on that like boss face mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, that when you said um, uh, Tony's the boss, it automatically made me think of like CEO Tony Stark, and that is something that like I wish we got more of. Yeah. Like I feel like. I don't know how much of that he actually did though because i mean didn't he pass it off to pepper he, he, he passed it off to pepper um he's like yes. all right i'm done you do it he i mean to be fair he was dying <laughs> again he was dying god damn can you stop dying please? i know it's like um mr Come Stark, on, please tony. stop please tony stop iron dying. man sir mr mr dad i mean iron man sir you please stop dying yeah i mean but when he when he gives it up does he really fully give it up because he's still doing stuff for the company he's still so i think he remained like head of r and um research and development but he's not like ceo anymore yeah so yeah okay fair enough yeah no i started i started laughing all the tech in why? Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt you. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was. Gonna, I was just gonna say. I just started laughing because when he's like, um, when we were saying, "Can you please stop dying?" Like one second too late, my mind went to, um, "What if?" Man's was dying like every other episode. I watched the first one and a half episodes. It didn't get my attention. Oh, no. It really didn't. I, I don't care. I'll watch it. I promise. I just I watched the first one for the sole reason of wanting to hear Dominic Cooper going, "Hey, Barnes stole a Jeep." That's all I wanted, <laughs> and it was great. And it delivered. It was great. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Well. Oops. Spoiler alert. Yeah. That's he, okay. That doesn't surprise he, me. He does he, that. Like a lot. <laughs> okay. I'll prepare myself. Yeah, yeah. You'll probably be better off going into it, like, knowing that it's it's going to happen. Yeah. What's the... He eventually converts... I want to say it's during Avengers. But when does he... Like, because Stark, Stark Industries stops producing weapons. Is it in the first movie? It's in the he first... he stops making yeah. weapons and he starts mm-hmm. becoming a clean energy company, yeah. which is... I love that about him so much. I know. I know. That's like, what he converted to. God bless that man. Like, and that, can I, can I just say, like, that's one thing that, like, aggravates me so much about, like, people who are like, oh, but he made all of these weapons and, like, was, like, war profiteering. But I was like, okay, one. That's what his dad was making. He inherited that company, that lifestyle, that line of work. Two, when he realized, like, the consequences of what his company was doing he immediately stopped it like like, and also like yeah it's it's you're totally right he he gets so much flack for things and like nobody considers like when he takes like responsibility for his actions and like when he tries to make things right and like fix things nobody appreciates him and it's very frustrating (laughs) I agree because he does he oh he because he did that he 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 was like this is bad let's stop making weapons because they were it was it was bad he yeah. he's right and like to go from that to clean energy mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. step 
Yeah. That's quite the leap. And it's beautiful. It's so it's it, it like <laughs> it's it's so and it just goes to show again like about like how much tony cares like it like it's like a complete 180 of what stark industries was previously doing because he wants to better the world he wants to improve the world he wants to leave the world like in a better place than what it was before and he's like you know what i have i have my company i have the resources let's let's do clean energy like Blessing. Like with with the same technology that like kept him alive, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy. That's no, it's the same. It's, <laughs> yeah, is, the arc reactor right. tech. Yeah, yeah. Like that was like right like, after right? in the first movie, like right after the press conference where he says like we're not doing weapons anymore. Like immediately, he's like we should look into arc reactor tech again because he he was already putting the pieces together of like what they could do with it like yes you know his focus in that movie was on the iron man suit because plot reasons like that he has to build his suit and become yeah. iron man <laughs> it's kind but, of important. but like for it like three three movies no two movies for him later so iron man 2 and then the avengers like he's already doing clean energy like he even says like he's like the leading his company's like the leader in clean energy yeah that's i was thinking of the same quote plus that mm-hmm. with the um when he lights up Stark Tower for the first yes. time, he's like, this has enough clean energy to power itself for the next year. That's, yeah. that's incredible. And it was just a prototype. <laughs> anything like that. <laughs> yeah. His yeah. brain is literally gigantic. I, I wish that they didn't sell Stark Tower, but I wish they didn't do a lot of things. So it's fine. It's in fine. like in mine, he didn't, your, he also, yeah. it never even turned into Avengers Tower because his wife and his kid kind of lived there. So he was like, <laughs> I'm just going to keep this for my family and then also have Avengers compound. Yeah, there, the, the amount of things that I've changed in canon is ridiculous, but you got to do what you got to do. As you got to do what writing. you got to you... do. Like, I also wish that it kind of like remained Stark Tower and like Avengers Compound, like had it because then it's like, See, that's his baby too. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, like New York was literally attacked, like right there. And now you're going to be like, oh, here's where all the Avengers live. So if any bad guys want to like come get us, we're in New York. Huh? <laughs> Look, it's right here, big A on the side of the big building. A on the side. <laughs> we're, we're right in the middle of Midtown, as opposed to like upstate at the compound. When Thanos blew up the compound, like everybody was fine because they had like hundreds of acres of land where there was right. nobody else surrounding they them. They would have like destroyed the city again. Yes. Is that yes. is that the incident that they're referring to in Daredevil? When uh, the Battle like, of New York. It is, right? Yes. Because she's like, yeah. the incident barely touched this. I was like, what year? Is this 20, like 2016? I was like, is that what they're talking yeah. about? I mean, that was like yeah. four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was that ugly either, Steve. Excuse you. Yeah, Love I know. Life. Shut up. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's pretty. Every single time I walk across Park Avenue, because I, you know, live in Manhattan and I walk dogs. So I mm-hmm. walk around a lot and I'll cross Park Avenue and I'll turn and I'll see the MetLife building. And I'm like, that's not the MetLife building. No. That's where Stark no. Towers. That's where it is. That's where it's supposed to be. <laughs> like, that's yep. where my dad lives. Mm-hmm. No, every time um, when I do, uh, when I do commute um, for work and I, you know, go, go to Grand Central, um, I'm always like, well, Dad? in my mind, in my Tony? mind, Tony's up there. I like, I'll, I'll put it there. I'll like picture it as well as I can and then keep walking because mm-hmm. I have places to be. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I also, I wish that they kept that scene that they cut it from, I want to say Avengers 1. No. Yeah. Either Avengers 1 or Captain America, the one where he, like Steve is sitting in front of Grand Central. I didn't know there was a cafe there, first of all. 
It's oh, there somewhere, yes. but I don't know where it is. Yes. But he's it's sitting like, there and the girl comes over and he's drawing it. Oh my God. No, it's important because he's drawing it and we forget that Steve's an artist constantly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like I, I forget about it constantly. I have, I never wrote that into anything and I need to because mm -hmm. he is an artist and he's very yes. good at it. And I yes. forget about that constantly. And then he's, and you know, Star Tower's right there. And then the girl's like, you waiting for the big guy to fly around? And he's like, what? <laughs> he's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> It's like, ma'am, I, I, I woke that. up two days ago. Literally. I, but I love walking around Manhattan and being like, oh, that's where that thing was. And mm -hmm. oh, because I was, where was I going the other, I was going to Trader Joe's and uh -huh. I was right under the Roosevelt Island tram. And I was oh. like, oh, hey, Peter was like right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. It's, I it's... was walking near Grand Central with my friend one time. Mm -hmm. This was before I'd seen the Toby movies, but he was like, this is where Uncle Ben died. I was like, good, good to know. <laughs> Thank oh you. yeah, like right across from the from the public library. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh RV. He's like, yeah, it's right here. I was like, cool. Great. <laughs> Love the more you know things that are here. That and then the whole Hell's Kitchen debacle. Don't even get yes. me started. <laughs> they really talk about it like it's an entire city. It's 25 blocks. It's 25 blocks, which like is for like one unenhanced human being to cover okay like yeah crime. but like but like but imagine he hears crime like on on like 55th street and he'd be yes. like that's that's none of my business like, no now not my jurisdiction gonna let someone else he's like gonna let someone else know that literally <laughs> oh it's so stupid the way that they're talking about like improving the city and then they only talk about how <laughs> i know oh, it's really dumb i love it's, it it's i great. love the show <laughs> I'm like halfway through season two. I'm loving it. I'm I'm a little slower on season two because it's a little harder to get through than season yes. one. So I'm season two, season two is um, definitely the weakest in my opinion of the three. Really? Yes. I just find that it's quite so. dark, and I'm like, <laughs> well, yes. I mean, so three. I won't go too much into it, but three is easily like the best season, um, and it is it is pretty dark um but in different ways I feel like but it's it's very very good I am I think gonna end up watching the defenders only okay. here's why it's because mm -hmm. I just love Matt and I I will happily take as much Matt content as possible so I'll watch it I guess yeah yeah just and it'll me. also like it, it'll help you like understand fully like what's going on in the beginning um, of season three as well yeah so. I hear that it's hard to unless I like decided to read uh synopsis that I wouldn't yeah. understand you you had you had Trista on here she made a video she was like when someone goes into season three without watching the defender so I was like okay so I'll do it fine I'll watch it I remember she I messaged you or we were talking about it and you're like do I have to I, I was like literally I was like do I, do I really have to do that I was like well, okay <laughs> to be fair I didn't know Matt was in it at the time oh okay okay I, I wasn't aware that he was in it so okay. th that's why I was hesitant I'll do it now because I love yeah. it yeah yeah, no, he's, and he, um, yeah, because you don't really have to watch any of the other shows to, like, really get the Defenders, and we're really off top of it, it's fine, because it's Matt Murdock, so I don't care. <laughs> My um, bad. You could, you could, no, like I said, it's Matt Murdock, like, I'll talk about Matt, this man all day. <laughs> um, I guess you could watch Jessica Jones season one, like, that would be the only other one that I would, uh, yeah. You know what? I love David Tennant, so I'd consider watching Jessica Jones. Yeah, 
Just it, these because... hurt my eyes so bad. <laughs> when I was filming in these, I took them off mm-hmm. after like I mean I had them on and off because can't see yeah. in them first of all. No, and my eyes were like burning. I was like, th- th- wow. And then you know you start to be like, how does Matt see out of the? <laughs> like I feel like he chose red <laughs> for a reason. He doesn't need to worry about he it. Need to worry about. Oh, Matthew. Yeah, oh, I might I might watch Jessica Jones. I do. Lo- I love David Tennant a lot. Yeah. He's spectacular in it. And it'll also like, it'll give you a little more background going into the, the Defenders, like with certain characters, like connections to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but do I have time for that? I go back to school in like a week and Ooh. a half. Oh, yeah. No, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Oh, I'm, oh, I don't want to go back to school. I do. I do. I feel like I don't have enough routine in my life right now, but I miss having, I will miss having free time. I'll have like one day off a week. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. You got this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I feel like we've kind of talked all we really can at this moment about Tony. (laughs) Um, So before we end, um, are you up for a small challenge? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. So this is a new segment that um, I'm doing on the podcast called Outrageous Theories. I have asked my followers on Instagram to submit their wildest, most out there theories. (laughs) And so I will give you one and you will have the very fun task of making it make sense in the MCU. You can, you can, it does not, you like, you can reach as much as you want to. It doesn't necessarily have to be logical, um, but (laughs) you have to try your best to make it make sense in the MCU. Okay. Okay. So nervous. So this outrageous theory was submitted by Issa.aaq and the theory is MJ's father is Nick Fury. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. So who's her mother? Have we, we haven't met either of her parents. So no. MJ like kind of has a line about her father in the no home. And, yeah, and how he wouldn't like, like Peter. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think Nick does like Peter. So maybe that's because you know, because the whole far from home thing, like Peter was not cooperating, but Peter didn't have to cooperate. It was his vacation. Yeah. Um <laughs> how old is Nick? I guess, yeah, timeline wise, I guess that tracks. He would have had to have her. It, this is weird. <laughs> it's like, the early 2000s mm-hmm. do I have to give her a mom because I can't think of a single no, not Carol a, I'll yeah. tell you that Carol's a lesbian <laughs> no you don't have you don't have to <laughs> you're right <laughs> no you don't have to give her a mom just um, how how does it make sense that Nick Fury would be MJ's mom MJ's dad <laughs> or like but what she evidence would, she would have known all the secrets this whole time then probably unless mm-hmm. he's like that good at keeping secrets which he could be which he could be He's like the secret keeper. Well, actually, no, he is. Like that's a, that's the whole thing in Winter Soldier. That's a whole big yeah. problem. The only thing I can think of is the fact that he doesn't like Peter, and and he's like, you said your dad liked me, and she. Well, then she's like, well, not anymore. But well, that could work. <laughs> but also, but also, oh, here, okay, here we go, here we go. Okay, okay. But maybe he wouldn't like him anymore because right now it's not Nick. Because mm. Nick is 
in space. In space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so he's like different now. So MJ's like kind of picking up on that he's different. He's like, yeah, he doesn't like you anymore. Cause because because who Talos is that his name? Probably Nick. Uh, Talos, yeah. So he's trying to he's trying to fit in. So he'd be like, he'd see it on the TV and he'd be like, everyone hates Spider-Man. And he'd be like, Yeah. Hate Spider-Man. <laughs> Cause he doesn't know Nick that well. How many conversations do you think they really have between Captain Marvel and now? And God fucking knows. Sorry, why they're in space anyway? Like, I don't, I, I don't understand that end credit scene yet. I hope at some point it makes sense because it doesn't currently. I think it's supposed to lead into Secret Invasion. I think is what that they're makes sense. Yeah, and probably the Marvels. Maybe hopefully. Well, I don't remember what that scene was. Like, you know, oh, she yes. went to the movie theater. I don't remember mm-hmm. what happened. Yeah, they're like, um, they I'm want to. He wants to speak to you or something, and she goes, "Okay, yeah. where?" And they and then like, the because I yeah love Monica. So was I paying attention to what she was saying? No, I was looking at her. She's pretty. Um, <laughs> that is my that's my um that's my take. Is that yeah he's her dad, but like he's right now he's being different because he's an alien. I don't see why he couldn't be. Yeah. And that's and he's he is a huge big secret keeper, so therefore he wouldn't really tell her anything. So that's why she's surprised mm-hmm. by all this stuff. But she's also very smart. So you know, yes. she figured it out by herself because her because her dad is Nick Fury. Yeah. Yeah. She inherited his his observation skills. Yeah, exactly. Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is weird. That is a weird one, I gotta say. Yeah, I, I, you know, and it would also make sense, like you're saying, he's a secret keeper, so it makes sense, like, why nobody knows that he has a daughter, because yeah, that's his personal that's life, and he keeps his his work and, and personal life separate. So he gave her a, a different last name. Maybe it's just her mom's last name. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're not even really, like, close. Maybe he's not around. Yeah, that could be. Maybe she just wasn't a mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. That's, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Works for me. <laughs> and on that note, everybody, that is it for this episode of the Phantom Report. Thank you, Kate, again so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. No, anytime, anytime. We'll do we'll do another episode we in the should, future about totally Steven and game in general. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think um, we should. So make sure you guys keep an eye out for that because that will be coming sometime in the future. <laughs> and with that. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I will put Kate's socials in the description box below so you guys can make sure to go follow her because she makes amazing content. And see you on the next one. Bye, guys.